Hey guys, I'm Eddie. I'm one of three co-hosts of The Real Pod. Again, normally, this part of the intro would be delivered by our illustrious producer, Josiah, but he's out today, so I'm filling in. Again. Nonetheless, welcome to the very first episode of our new segment, The Real Pod Rewind. In this segment, we'll pick an older or just non-recent movie or TV show to review every Friday. This is one of the changes we've made to the podcast. To learn more, make sure to check out our first episode, Post Hiatus, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, or visit our Instagram at the underscore real So, without further ado, the movie we're discussing this week is Clueless. Clueless is the story of a rich teenager from Beverly Hills to find out the real values of life. Now, not only is this just a story about a rich girl in Beverly Hills, it is also a retelling of the Jane Austen novel, Emma. Just thought that was important to throw out there. Before we get into the episode, this is y'all's official spoiler warning. So if you haven't watched the movie yet, or you're planning to, I don't know where you've been, but this is your final warning. Okay, so before I even start delivering the points of what I think about this movie personally, I just want to address the fact that this movie is part of a larger trend that was present in the 90s of like movie studios for some reason adapting classics and specifically Shakespearean stories into like teen rom-coms. I don't know why it was a thing, but it was an epidemic. There is like at least 10, 15, 20 that came out in like the span of the 90s and they're all just like adaptations of Shakespeare or in this case, Jane Austen. Clueless is an adaptation of Emma. Um, There's a whole bunch of them. I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but there are several. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, as much of a nerd as Eddie so I can't like go through and list them but I do definitely remember hearing about this and to be honest I am not complaining at all there is nothing like y'all cannot convince me there is a movie type that is more iconic than like the 90s I don't even know if we can categorize everything as like the mean girls but y'all know what I mean like this type of movie for some reason they all just hit so different like no matter the plot I want to be there it looks like fun yeah I totally agree my first point about Clueless is just that overall the movie is just very fun I really love the movie for its atmosphere as Cher says in the beginning, her life really is kind of like a Noxzema commercial, even though it's proved to not be like a Noxzema commercial later in the movie. The movie just really idealizes life. And it's just like, this is my ideal reality. I desperately want to live inside of the world of Cher. It looks so fun. Everything is very glamorous. Somehow these teenagers, well, not somehow, they are filthy rich. They're disgustingly rich. But um, these teenagers can afford super expensive fashion and they just dress up to the nines every single day and everyone looks cool. And I just sincerely would teleport myself into this world if I had the chance. Like the whole movie, amazing. Also, I don't know if any of you guys tuning in are interested in fashion and how it corresponds with film, but the fashion used in the movie is actually used to demonstrate Cher's mental state throughout the film. And I think that's very interesting. Like there are certain scenes where she wears certain things 
or Dion also wears certain things and those communicate their personalities and where they are in their journey throughout the film, where they are in their character arc throughout the film or what energy they're trying to give off to other characters. So for instance, there's this one scene where she's wearing a white dress, but her dad comments and says that it looks like she's wearing only underwear. That dress is supposed to be an ode to this other movie. And it's also supposed to represent purity and her trying to pretend to be this perfect girl and idealize her own life in this already idealized movie. And it's just all very, you can tell that there is a very acute attention to detail throughout the entire film. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think like finding out stuff like that is always so much fun because it just like really makes you remember just how much work like goes into a film like that and even details that you wouldn't immediately notice. Like I know being in um, a film class right now, like the things that we talk about, it just gives you such a new appreciation for movies, right? Because like to any viewer, you'd be like, oh yeah, she's wearing a cool dress. But then like looking into it and finding out that that dress had a meaning behind it or like that shot had a specific purpose and like that line was delivered that way for a reason like I think it just makes you grow such an appreciation for it or like even more than you already had um so I know I personally love finding out stuff like that but y'all we of course have to address like obviously the fashion has a purpose but y'all the looks the looks that were there because the way it continues to have our generation by our necks. Like, y'all don't even know. If anybody wears, like, a plaid skirt, it's a clueless outfit. It's a clueless outfit. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, at the time, it was already iconic, and everyone was like, ooh, I love these outfits. Ooh, I love this. Like, ooh, I love that. But, like, now, the outfits in the film are so timeless that people consistently dress up a share for Halloween, dress up a share every single day in their normal lives like people really try to embody these characters and I think that that's I love it personally I love it also okay now I said in the beginning that this movie is actually based off of Emma by Jane Austen I might be smart not to toot my own horn but I might be smart but I'm also not simultaneously I am both very smart and very dumb because I read Emma and have watched this film at least 20 times. Like if I'm bored, I just put on this movie. That just goes to show how much I love it. But like, if I'm bored, I put on this movie and I have watched, I've watched this movie. I've watched both Emma adaptations and I read it. And I did not see the correlation until like one day I was like, wow, these movies are very similar, which is very stupid because the entire plot of Clueless is the entire plot of Emma. So it, uh, yeah, y'all, somebody come get me because there's something going on. I mean, it's that same kind of thing, right? Like, once you kind of realize these things and you pay attention to the details, like, it gives you a whole new level of respect and understanding, right? And I, like, I know some people kind of hate interpretations like this. I think in some cases, it's kind of like, are, are we still doing this? But I honestly, I love these kinds of renditions of old things into, like, things like this like a Shakespeare work into a teen drama or something just because I think it like makes them so much more interesting like I understand old English is very cool right like I get it I understand the appeal like the mystery of language whatever but y'all so sometimes sometimes the Shakespeare we have to read in class is just 
it's just not for me, you know? And then I think like stuff like this where we can have it in a way that is more interesting to a lot of people, I feel. And of course it allows for a lot more representation and stuff like that. Then I think it's like a super like fun and cute way to do stuff like this. And also y'all, this movie is so funny. Like literally, obviously, I don't know if it, if it if it's categorized as a comedy as much as like a teen movie or something but y'all like the humor is so cute like no i totally agree actually i have to disagree at one point here which is monumental i disagree about the like of like remakes of shakespeare and old stories not even necessarily shakespeare but i feel like during this time also there's like a billion different movies that are just remakes of other movies. And then now there's more remakes of 90s movies that are remakes of other 90s movies that are just remakes from Shakespeare and Jane Austen. And I, when does it end? When will you put me out of my misery? Like actually the other day, Chloe and I watched He's All That, which is just a copy of She's All That, which is like an adaptation of Pygmalion, the Greek myth. And also I guess based off of My Fair Lady, I don't know, but why do they keep remaking this movie each time it loses value and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse until we end up with whatever this is? Like, I don't know. We need to stop, again, the epidemic of just remaking films. I don't know why people keep doing it. It's literally disgusting. They're not offering anything new. They're just trying to attract the same viewers and get some money and get some recognition for the people that they put in the movie. And... It's just an, it's just a glorified PR stunt at this point. It's not even like good. It's, there's no redeeming qualities of that movie. That's not even what we came here to talk about today, but you can tell I feel very strongly about it because it's a, it's an issue. It's a problem. Because you're sick, actually. First of all, how dare you compare Clueless to he's all that, that is so like, you i just need time to process how insulting that was okay how dare you do that to clueless first of all i mean i have to agree with you right like remakes of remakes of remakes are annoying but i mean at this time period like obviously like you were saying like this was an epidemic so it was happening but i'm talking like the first time something like this would have happened like that had got to be so cool bro but like i'm not talking um i know specifically Disney keeps doing it, which bothers me a lot. Like, well, I guess the new Camila Cabello movie wasn't Disney, but like, do we really need another Cinderella? Like, is that something all of us really required? Like, do we need live actions of all these movies that we've already seen? Like, was this necessary? Or can y'all just come up with something new? Like, you'll, you guys have so many opportunities. Like, just redo it. Like, we don't need a million renditions of like movies that were popular in this like come up with something new, something fresh so i agree with you in that regard however comma i do feel like they can be done well and when they are it's nice for example clueless clueless was done very well okay okay now that you presented in that way i am compelled to agree i have to agree now that you say it like that i have to agree because yeah i feel like it's just now like when it first started it probably was like oh this is cool this is fun but it has been like 20 years it's actually been over 20 years we need to stop it's over it's done it's past we need to stop please i'm literally begging on my knees 
my next point about Clueless is that when I was watching it for the first time, and it's not even just Clueless, it is also the source material, Emma. I mean, they are not related, but I do think that the little stepbrother, stepsister romance, it's a little bit odd. I mean, they don't see each other as siblings, but when I was like younger watching the movie for the first time, I just remember thinking, what is going on? What is this? Please anything but this. But I mean, it's not like it's necessarily a horrible thing. It's just something that I find interesting. Like, why is this here? No, because literally, you actually bring up such a good point. Like, I remember when I first watched this movie, I was like, it's weird that we're just gliding past the fact. Like, I know technically they weren't brother and sister, okay? And I know that technically they didn't even, like, like Eddie said, like, they don't see each other like that. Like, sure, their parents were together, and then they got divorced. So, like, they were only even, um, like, wait, is it step if your parents get married? Yeah, it's step-siblings. I know they're only step-siblings for like a small period of time but it's still kind of weird like it's not like illegal but it's a little too close for comfort if you get what I mean but like also why is this such a popular trope in like movies and tv shows because I hate it so much like I don't know if y'all y'all let me know if this is just me but I hate it so much when they'll have a trope of like either let's say for the purpose of this example like a teenage couple is together right and then they have both like both of the parents of the teenage couple get together and then they get married like you are now dating or you're now married to your step-sibling that's not cute that's not romantic that's weird like I don't why are we pretending like this is some cute like forbidden romance like no it's gross let's just as a collective as a society let's remove that trope from all films and I know um the fosters wasn't exactly like that but um they had the whole thing with like i think her name was callie it's been a while since i've seen this show with like um dating the son of the family that adopt her that's weird and then everybody in the show is just like oh yeah it's forbidden love it's cute it's romantic no it's weird that is your brother is he your brother by blood no but the state recognizes him as your brother that's weird and like Gossip Girl was a huge um like what not the word victim like they they were some of the main perpetrators of the having your parents date like the having your parents date or having the parents of your significant other like date like no that's weird it's weird yeah I do think it's very it's definitely something but I mean, Clueless isn't bad because Clueless has, I'd say, the least harmful tropes that I've seen in like teen dramas lately. At least they didn't have a teacher-student relationship because those, that's a topic on its own. Those are just all over the place. And at least they didn't have one of those. Clueless, honestly, they did good. They did very good. They did good by us in that movie. Also, I think that it's important to talk about the fact that, well, I'm phrasing this like it's actually something important. It's not, but Clueless really shaped what I thought being a teenager and going to high school would be like. And I'm happy that it did because I go through life like being very happy and just looking at every day like I'm living in this movie. And it's been going pretty well thus far due to this fact. I love it so much. It is, 
it's great. Also, like there's this one scene where they're all driving on the freeway and they all start screaming because none of them know how to actually like drive well. And there's giant cars all around them. And I relate to that a lot because driving, not my strong suit at this particular moment in time. And I think that that part of the film is just hilarious. And I love how all of the characters interact with each other. The plot is good. The character interactions are good. There's a moral, everything about it is done very well. And even though it's adapted from this old novel by Jane Austen, it kind of modernizes it in a way that is just very nice. And I think they even referenced the book at one point in the film. And I just really enjoyed that. And I also like how they take a character that in the beginning is this really self-centered, egotistical, horrible person, sort of, but like a person who doesn't think that they're a horrible person. And then they change her. Well, first they humble her. They bring her to her knees. And then they make her into a good person by the end who actually like is humble and knows her own faults. I think that that progression was just very nice. It's obviously the progression from Emma, but the way it was executed in this film made it very poignant. And I think very, it modernized it because a lot of us can't really relate to characters from stories that were around in, um, the Regency era or in Shakespearean times, we can't really relate to them. So we're just reading words and we're like, okay, well, yeah, he's sad, boohoo, the end. But like with this film that takes the same issues and practically the same characters and just puts them into a modern setting with modern clothes and modern problems and all of these different things, it takes the same plot and just pushes it forward in a way that we can now understand. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I definitely agree. But I feel like you just sped past the fact that you you felt them like screaming on a highway because you're a poor driver. Just in short, remind me not to get behind the wheel or not to get in the car with you behind the wheel. Um, because that's just a really concerning, really concerning statement. Okay, okay. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Actually, I have no recovery from that. Yes, I just cannot so drive. <laughs> I just can't drive. There's no tiptoeing around it. Just uh, don't put me on the road, y'all. <laughs> don't put me on the road. I cannot drive. But um, permitted driver. Yo, watch out. Please, not this. I I just really cannot. Also, um, I feel like there's not a lot of things to say about this movie because overall it's just iconic and good. And I cannot find that many faults with it. But um, one thing that I really enjoy about the movie, again, I just enjoy a lot of things about this film, is that every line is quotable. I quote Clueless in my daily life constantly. Their vernacular is just part of my vocabulary now. Everything that they say is something that I've adopted or that I think in my head but don't say. Like, I can hear them in my head constantly. So true, actually, though. Like, the amount of times, or actually, it's so awkward when you go to quote a movie to someone that hasn't seen it. So then they just have that kind of, like, disconnect. But I definitely agree with you. Like, it's just... It's just such an iconic movie. Like, how could you not love Clueless? 
Yeah, I think it's our time to wrap up. But in closing, I have one last tidbit of information to leave y'all with. Dion, period. And, and that is it. Dion, superior. I love Dion. I want to be Dion. Dion embodies everything that I aspire to be. I am Dion. I love Dion one of my favorite characters of all time actually and i can't give a reason to justify it i really can't i just really have a strong attachment to dion and it defies all space and time it is a shame that dion's actress named stacy dash is um well just look up stacy dash and y'all will see what i mean it's definitely something very disappointing but Dion Dion Sands Stacy Dash beautiful um this is the end of the episode I as always want to remind y'all to stay tuned for updates and upcoming episodes and make sure to follow us on Instagram at at the underscore real pod and you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify we will see you guys next Wednesday with the new episode. Bye. Bye.